All right. Welcome everyone to the Soma Mama podcast. I have a wonderful guest to share with you today whom I've just recently met through a yoga teacher training in Philadelphia. Her name is Diane Wild. And, um, you know, I really, this is one of the, this is one of those connections where I don't have many words to describe it because really, I'll, and I'll share the context with you all. Um, we went around and shared kind of like one breath, one word, one breath style and how we were arriving um, and how, what had brought us to this advanced yoga teacher training we invested in and embarked on. And Diane and I just had very similar like we both got emotional in our responses. We had very similar things that we said. And really at the end of that session, Diane approached me and was like, hey, like, you know, and it's similarly in very few words, like I see you, I hear you, I acknowledge you, and I can relate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, from there on, we were like, okay, this is like, what we still come back to is like, we don't even know that much about one another, but we but we don't need to know right now, right? Like, let's collaborate, let's connect, let's share, both on a professional realm and on a personal realm. Um, so I want to really hand the mic over to Diane to give you a little bit more context. She is a yoga teacher. She is a transformational coach. Um, currently, her day job is um, with a produce market, which she'll give you more information on. Um, so, Diane, you go ahead and take the mic and give us a little bit more info about you and who you are. Thanks so much for asking me to spend some time with you today, Courtney. And I love how you describe the story. That's exactly as I would put it too, just like this soul to soul um, recognition. Um, yeah, so I'm Diane. I am a mom. I have um, seven-year-old twins and a nine-month-old puppy and a 14-year-old dog. Um, during the day, I run uh, HR and events for a local family-owned produce, produce market in Philly. We have a couple of locations in and around the city. And what I really love about my job is helping people, number one, and also creating community. So we do that both internally with our employees and then externally through partnerships with um, different neighborhood associations, bringing um, food to under-resourced areas, and also um, setting up farmers markets and local artisans markets, and um, just getting in to interact with so many amazing people in the city. And um, I, you know, it's it's funny to think about how things have kind of unfolded slash rolled into one another in the last couple of years. So I started practicing yoga. I went to school in Western Massachusetts and was introduced to yoga at 15 and to Qigong and like other modalities of healing and meditation and thoughts and beliefs and felt like I had found something that felt like it fit with my soul. And um ended up in um, some beautiful companies working for um, a skincare line that was from the south of France and then worked for Apple for six years. And during that time, the whole while had been focused on getting into coaching, nutrition and wellness. At some point before I finished school for business, I thought about becoming a therapist. Um, I've always loved helping, um, helping people and helping them grow, which is why I have been in management. And so um, I did a coaching program a couple of years ago and started um, 
a coaching practice, just supporting people as I could. And then um, during the pandemic, decided to finally become trained as a yoga teacher. So I wasn't just practicing myself, but wanting to bring the practice to others. Um, and it was a total transformational experience for me. Um, growing up in New Jersey and feeling this pressure of what I should be doing for my life. I did not have the emotional reaction graduating college that I did when I graduated yoga school because it felt like it was truly what I wanted to be doing. So yeah, that's how I ended up here. And then I um, just want to keep deepening my practice. And so um, found the Well Studio and got into the advanced teacher training program. I have a Reiki program that I'm learn- I'm going to be learning that modality in January and have been really exploring how I can help support um, folks dealing with trauma. So that's kind of like the next um, deep dive I want to take is um, is really that work. And then how do I get it out to people and support more, more people that have, have uh, especially in the last couple of years, gone through a lot? Mm, yes, absolutely. Which, Dan, I know that's something that we talked about a lot. Um, well, talked a lot about in our in this advanced thirty hour teacher training that we did, um, yeah, and how like for example, for those of you listening, we there was a section where we went over like hands on adjustments, and some of one of the other fellow students had pointed out, you know, like giving adjustments now post pandemic. Slash, I know we're still kind of in it, but there's this collective feeling of like s- some normalization, right? And we also aren't forgetting that the ways that systematically things have changed, right? Like within Mm -hmm. individuals, within groups of people, within the context of a yoga class where, you know, even our our teacher and I'll I'll link her information, Marissa Nash, she was like, oh my gosh, I used to be doing like, obviously with consent and permission, but very like body contact, hands hands Mm on um, adjustments. And she's like, you won't find me doing those nowadays, just, just given the last, two and a half years we've had. And we also had some great conversation around um, just the benefit of touch if it's welcomed, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're always going to talk about consent first and foremost, um, but the need, like the desire for connection and and yeah, really be that through touch. Um, are you still with me, Diane? Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. Um, cool. Yes. No, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah. For those of you listening, we're recording this via Zoom. So I just wanted to make sure everything was um, all connected. But yeah. So those who who desire and long for touch. Um, but mm-hmm. right. Also in the context of a yoga class, it's not there's very little verbal form of exchange. So it's this yeah. like energetic, unspoken of like hey, are you, how are we doing, you know, how are we doing, right? And like, mm-hmm. how are we actually doing? The discernment between those two questions. Right. Um, and Diane, I love to hear the intersectionality of like, even you just focusing on, I, I really, like, I'm really interested in trauma and helping people explore their trauma and helping people mm-hmm. unfold through their trauma and how it's so beautiful in this day and age, like that 
doesn't just have to be through traditional therapy, right? Or like becoming mm -hmm. a therapist that can be done through yoga, that can be done through coaching, that can be done through even fueling people with the right food to mm -hmm. feed their bodies with. Right. Um, so I want you to, because I know we've talked a lot about like mm, what you're like, how you kind of envision all of these things coming together and they already are even with like it's so cool to hear that reiki is on the on the radar for training mm -hmm. um and further developing your coaching practice and of course you're still doing all of this with your full-time job in hr and being a mother and a partner and i forgot to mention diane is a beautiful wonderful musician <laughs> too and singer thanks <laughs> So tell us, like, walk us through it. How do you kind of envision all of these things coming together? Great question. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I really don't know. I, I, the more I've been thinking about this, I think that it's just like how I live my life, right? And so I, I, I'm, I'm really curious to see how it all comes together is my answer. And I really don't know. I think they're all the same thing. And I love what you said about um, healing trauma doesn't have to just be from talk therapy. And it's why I have enjoyed movement so much and movement therapy. And I'm so curious about what you do, Courtney, with somatic therapy and have had a couple of sessions with um, a craniosacral therapist that have been mind blowing. I mean, I just think there's so much that's untouched and unexplored for us and is beginning to be normalized. I was in Target the other day buying school supplies and saw a chakra workbook in the like office supply section at Target. And I was so excited um, to see things that when I grew up, my mom is a Reiki practitioner and a social worker and did a lot with um, like community groups and drum circles in our front yard. And where I grew up when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, like, this is so not normal. Everyone else's mom is like driving them to soccer and like doing like really different, not, not the kind of things that we were doing. And as I've grown up, I really learned to appreciate how sacred and special my exposure to those things were at a young age. Like we burned sage at her house. There's crystals all over. Like my mom in her free time was doing a lot of work on like doing research for like the indigenous people of the area that we lived in and like really being able to understand like who came before us. So this long roundabout answer is that um, I really don't know. And I, I, I have felt a lot of like pressure to be like, my job is who I am. And I think that who I am is who I am now. So in my work, in HR, when I see someone that's having a hard time and it's energetics, right? I was, I was walking in one of the markets this morning and there was someone that I know that like, just I could tell something was going on and it might not be the right time to bring things up to folks, but just letting them know, like, I'm here if you need me and like, I see you and are you okay? Um, sometimes as the way in, uh, through that, like through my day to day and with yoga is just like being available as, um, a teacher. I don't frequently plan my classes. I might like have an idea of some sequencing that I want to do. 
Um, but I take some time always to do breath work and center and warm up in, in the first couple minutes of class, but read the energy of the room and really kind of feel into what folks are needing that day. Um, so what I'd love to do more of is expand my yoga practice, like the teaching practice, create more circles for women, like community groups of anyone that's identifying as female, really to share common struggles and strengths and support for one another. And um, that includes singing, because that's like energy resonance. It's all this. That's why I feel like it's all the same thing. I've been a singer since I was a kid. Um, I was in a performing arts boarding school and um, have have had a lull in singing. Um, and really, I think something that's key for all of this work coming to the surface is I was in a relationship that was, I had put everything that was focused on me to one side and got to this point where I was like, my light was dimming and I was in a job that didn't feel like it fit for a really long time. Um, and when I ended that, like prior to ending that relationship, I started like relighting my fire. So I started singing, I started running a lot more. I started my yoga practice, like with commitment. Um, and what happened was I could no longer do what I was doing. Like I got to work one day and I couldn't do my job. Went to the bathroom, started crying told my boss I had to go home. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I've never been this depressed. I feel like I can't move. I felt it physically. I thought I was going to throw up. I couldn't move. Um, I ended up researching trauma programs and found a trauma program in Tennessee that I went to that was life-changing. Um, and have been on this like very focused, informed path since then. And um the things that have come have come so naturally like finding the right yoga program and getting in school and finishing that program finding a kids training program getting involved in that getting a job teaching happened like on its own all of this stuff finding this advanced teacher training program so um you know when we when we had that opening night in the teacher training program I feel like um, it's just so important to like be wherever you are. And my goal for this whole training was just to like roll with whatever came up. And I feel like, especially, um, on the East coast for women, there's this expectation that like, you know what you're supposed to do and like you doing everything well and juggling all of these pieces and just want to slow down to say like, being a mom is a full-time job. Being a human is a full-time job. So creating more space for being human means like taking care of the body, taking care of the energetic body, taking care of the mind. Um, yeah, I hope that answers the question. Yes. It. Oh, that and more, Diane. And I'm literally over here writing down your one-liners. Like for those of you <laughs> listening, perhaps you're driving or walking, but my hope for you is that you might be pulling out your notes and doing the same as, gosh, and like I obviously, I just already established, I feel so much resonance in just the way that you speak and the way that you pull apart life experiences and, and the, like your, um, 
dignity and also commitment to just showing up in presence, which as all of us know is the hardest part, right? There's so Mm. many extrinsic things that we commit ourselves to or attach ourselves to, be it for a while or for certain periods of our life, which make presence feel like it at times is not possible right? Mm -hmm. Like those moments where we run falling into the bathroom at our job and we don't know why. Hands up. I have been there multiple times. And um, really just the the sheer honesty in your answer of like, I don't know. And it's with this flare of curiosity, right? It's with this flare of wonder. And um, I'll share a little bit more about this at the end, but for those of you listening and who are in the Philly area, Diane and I um, are, have an offering, in-person offering coming up. And we were just talking about how we were like, well, what's the message here? What, like, what do people want and what do people need right now? Because we have this vision, mm-hmm. right? And there's this wonder of like, is it meeting people where they are? Um, and we also very honestly dissected the just the topic of non-attachment right like we can mm-hmm. get ourselves so worked up and so like it's okay to be excited but so attached to a certain outcome and then it doesn't happen and then it's like mm-hmm. shit like i feel shitty <laughs> right. which is okay too right there's space for that um right. But I just like, I want to circle back to some of these things that you probably didn't even hear yourself say, Diane, like, um, I mean, with yoga, you said, like, I found something that felt like it just fit with my soul. Mm. And that literally like strung my energetic, yeah, like to attuned me that attuned to me, we talked about in training, like, that's what that's what we want. And, and what I hear in so many of these things that you've said and experiences that you've had, Diane, is the longing for others to experience something similar, right? Or experience Mm -hmm. it in their own way, such as your desire to bring female identifying folks together um, and connect and reconnect to who they are. And what lights them up? You know, I love that you said as you're, as you noticed your previous relationship dismantling and you're this recognizing this job that was out of alignment you mm. started the things that relit your fire right yeah and it's like this slow build literally one foot in front of the other with the run with the finding a right. new job with you know like leaving another relationship um with a Man. consistent yoga practice even um and i want to mm-hmm. share with those listening that Diane had shared this in our training, she was like, I love this. She said, you know, those days where you just rush out the door and you don't brush, you forget to brush your teeth and everyone's Mm. nodding. She's like, that's how I started to feel when I didn't do my morning yoga practice. Just like, Ooh, yucky. Mm. I'm not the same. I'm going to think about this all day because I can feel the grime on my teeth. (laughs) Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah, it's it's been really amazing to like settle into that. And some days, you know, I really find I had this notion that like it had to be like a 45 minute practice for it to like, quote unquote, count, right? Like there's the Apple Watch and Fitbits and all these things that are tracking things. And I've just tried to let all of that go. Like some days it's three minutes. 
Same with meditation. Like some days it's a walking meditation for 10 seconds or being mindful while I'm like brushing my teeth or holding my son's hand um, and finding ways to be in this really, really busy modern life and incorporating these things that help me feel grounded and being like ready to know that like not everything that feels connected feels good because what, what happens when I'm out of alignment is like, I feel really shitty. And so being willing to like be in that messy middle where I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how to get to the sunny side of the street. Like I'm just on this side that doesn't feel good. And that's just part of the human experience. Like I think being connected to myself means I'm connected to myself. All of the feelings, the ones that feel pleasant and the ones that feel not great. And knowing that like all of that is just part of the same thing. It's, it's interesting. Yesterday I had this day where for no particular reason, I had huge anxiety for no reason, like went outside, stepped in the sh- sunshine and started to relieve a little bit. But I just had this sense that like, it's all just energy and I can channel this in fear or I can channel this in love. And when I got myself to a place where I could like step back into gratitude and focus on everything around me, um, it just kind of lessened the intensity of the experience that I was having. And, um, you know, I think a lot about like purpose and like my job versus my passion and how do I, I've been thinking about this frequently right now, like how do I bring those things into focus? And I, I feel like we've heard the word balance a lot, like work-life balance in our culture for the last couple of years. And I, I don't know that I relate to that as much as I would relate to like just putting in things in our day that bring us back to our center. Um, I worked with this coach named Rohini Ross, um, who I'll send you her information. She's amazing. And she runs a program called the Rewilding, the Rewilders. Um, and her whole premise is that we're already whole and we have everything that we need within us. And like, if we focus on our health, our health increases, mental health, spiritual health, all of that. And it's sometimes just like clearing through these weeds that have overgrown, whether it's like expectations or things we think we should be doing or like habits that keep us from our health, both in our mind and in our body. Um, so really coming back to just attuning to, and everyone's different, right? Like for me, it helps when I run. It helps when I really have been focusing on being strong, not small this year. Um, like really uh, digging into my yoga practice and how I can fit that in to my super busy life. And um, same with singing. Like that's the thing that like, wow, does that like meet me in the seat of my soul? It incorporates breathing, it incorporates movement. I don't play an instrument because my body is my instrument, you know? And so like, how do I make time for that? And then incorporate it with my family. We do like this thing we call tree loops. We have a looping pedal. And so everybody gets to participate in all of that. Um, so I, I think this is just a continuous journey for all of us to find like, how can we support one another? And like, how can I support you and people in our community to like, um, if someone is struggling to get them back to that place of help within themselves. And if someone's feeling great, how can they bring another person um, into that, into that energy and kind of like carry someone that might need to be carried or like sharing these little nuggets and sometimes I think it's just about sharing energy. Courtney, I remember like 
meeting you and every time you'd walk into the room in class, I feel I felt comforted knowing that you were there. And um, like Courtney shared, we don't know each other very well. And it's, I feel like I know you really well. My, I feel safe around you. I feel comfortable. My body relaxes. I also feel like really excited. And so finding those people that do, do that for you and um, taking the time to make the connection. Because I think it's those moments where like your soul knows maybe they like they're, that people are meant to be in your life for a specific person, a specific period of time or for a specific reason. And we never know what it is. So just like being aware and following those little those little love tugs to wherever they lead you. Yes, those love tugs. I love that so much. And what came to my mind, this is a very mental process, um, but one of my teachings that's, I mean, really come from high school when I started doing, like digging into emotionality and really mm -hmm. self-work. Um, and my, I remember my high school teacher telling us, instead of meeting like a thought that or something else, some, something someone else has said, um, with mm -hmm. like, eh, judgy, nah, 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 voice of criticism, like meet it with, oh, that's interesting. Oh, well, that's interesting. And I, I connect, I connected that to that surface because I feel that way whenever I meet someone, I'm like, huh, mm -hmm. okay. Like I, it's like a, oh, what's here? Like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. And one of my mantras, especially when I'm getting, a, I feel a little bit more in my head and I might feel anxious about showing up for something, an event or whatever. I tell myself, Courtney, you never know who you will meet. You never know who you will meet. And this isn't coming from like a self-advancement place of like, it might be my next job. It might be someone who wants to invest millions in me. Hey, it might be, right? But mm -hmm. it comes from this place of like, connection is the world, means the world to me. And it's what makes mm -hmm. my world go round. And so if I have an opportunity to make a connection and likely those moments where you don't sh want to show up, where you're feeling a little bit of resistance, right like that said you've got to discern is that coming from the mind or is the heart from the heart right just as you said diane like can i separate love versus fear which is a practice that i do often as well um it's that like but anyway those moments where you feel more mental resistance not like somatic body resistance that's a little bit different are probably the moments where you're gonna like have your mind blown or your world transformed mm -hmm right mm -hmm. and it's just like that's the beauty of the universe and the divine plan that is mm -hmm. set out for all of us and you're so right bringing it back to what you've initially said diane is we don't know none of us yeah. know right what a fun thing to be able to say yes yes Oh, well, my goodness, you all listening, this is a short and sweet little nugget for you today, but there will be so much more coming from Diane and myself. Don't you fret. Um, before we hop off, I do want to just give a little bit of details about our upcoming event. It mm -hmm. will be at the Haven Wellness Center in Philadelphia on Saturday, September 24th. Uh, we're calling it the fall mini retreat. So it'll be a three hour event from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
filled with all sorts of yummy stuff, such as um, about an hour of yoga, a tea ceremony, um, some somatic work, journaling, an opportunity, opportunity to connect with the others there, and a little goodie bag to take home. So mm-hmm. I will pop all of the details in the show notes. Please reach out to either of us if you have any questions. And Diane, will you tell our listeners where they can get in contact with you? Absolutely. So you can contact me at Diane at wildlife.world. That's W-I-L-D-E, life.world. Um, reach out to me there and you can follow me on Instagram at run with Diane. Um, I look forward to seeing you or talking to you soon. Oh, and uh, the website is almost done for um, yoga. So that is wildlifestudio.com. Awesome. Are Wild we- with the E. Wild with an E. Perfect. I will pop all of those in the show notes. Again, Diane, thank you so much for your time today. And I look forward to speaking soon. Thanks so much for having me. Have a beautiful day. You too.